September 15th marks the start of Hispanic Heritage Month. The day signifies the anniversary of independence of five Hispanic countries, Costa Rica, El Salvador, Guatemala, Honduras, and Nicaragua, who declared independence in 1821. And this month celebrates Latinx Americans, their culture, and their history. Almost 200 years later, I sat down with Dr. Sergio Gonzalez, a history and languages Marquette professor, to learn about Milwaukee's Latinx community. Just to get into it, so, you know, Latinos are the second largest and fastest growing community here in Milwaukee. With the big question, and it's a huge one, Mm -hmm. how did that happen? How did the Latinx community migrate to the Midwest, specifically Wisconsin? So you can't talk about what's happening today without talking about a hundred-year-long history of migration from Latin America. Uh, Milwaukee's first Mexican resident uh, actually came to this country in the 19th century, in the late 19th century, a man named Rafael Baez. Uh, but the first large groups of uh, Latinx, uh, Mexican descent people be, really begin arriving in the city in the 1920s. And, you know, they come here for the same reason that a lot of immigrants have come to the United States. They came looking for better opportunities for themselves and for their families. They were drawn to the city for the same reason that Europeans were drawn to the city. There was work here, uh, industry, factories, uh, tanneries. Um, and so that really sets the scene uh, for the history of Latinx people in Milwaukee and across Wisconsin. Yeah, and I really like that you said it's the same thing as Europeans because I feel like we oftentimes think about the Polish community or the German community. But why do you think people neglect the Latinx community when we think about the history of Milwaukee? This is, you know, I grew up in the city and it's something that I grew up, um, you know, we all would go to Old World Wisconsin. We would go to the Milwaukee Public Museum and Mm -hmm. the old streets of Milwaukee. And I'd look around and there's all of this immigrant history. And I think to myself, Where's my family's history? My family's originally from Mexico. I'd say I don't see myself represented here. I think one um, major reason for this, it's a political reason, right? It's that um, there's a reason why people don't consider these populations that are still coming to this country today um, as being part of that larger narrative. They They see them as newcomers. But the reality is, and what I've seen in my research and in conversations that I've had with people, is that um, Latinx people who have come to Milwaukee and Wisconsin have always had trouble um, being identified as Wisconsinites, even as they've made their home here. It's a consistent problem. They've been wanted for their labor, for the work that they can provide, but their social standing in the state has always been very suspect. Um, And in 2021, it's still very much a conversation. We can see over the last year with the pandemic and the question of who's essential and essential workers. And oftentimes those people who have kind of fallen under the gun when it comes to working in really difficult conditions and not having the right protections have been Latinx workers, often undocumented, but not just undocumented. Um, And so these are kind of persistent questions that we have today. And it's all very much connected to who we consider an immigrant, who we consider part of our past, and ultimately who we consider part of our future. Dr. Gonzalez said it perfectly. It's essential to continue asking those questions, and hopefully one day, we won't need to. From 88.9, this is Salam Fatayed.